0: Welcome to the Fundamental Entrepreneur podcast, where entrepreneurs can come to be educated, enlightened, and empowered for success in their business pursuits. Welcome to another episode of the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast. We are so excited today to have Sarah Hagstrom with us. Sarah is a business coach, and I'm going to let her tell you all about what she has to offer and what her clientele base is as we kind of get into her story. But Sarah, welcome. We're glad you're here. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're so excited to be able to have this conversation. So first off, tell us about what you do how you got into this business and what what really drove you to do what you do today
1: yeah of course so what I do. So I help those in the health and wellness space, um, go full-time online. So for me, I got started as a health coach. Um, like I was telling you before, uh, probably, I mean, honestly, I've been working online since 2011, and that has definitely transformed over the years and looked like a lot of different things, trying to find my way, right. Trying to find my purpose, trying to find my passion. Like I feel like so many others and, when I first started, I started out health coaching and I did that for five years. And it was really a struggle at the beginning. So, if anybody's listening to this and is struggling with their business, like I get it 100%. I think not enough people talk about the struggles. And so, I really struggled to figure out how to make it work. How do I reach people online? How do I get the word out about what I do? And so um, I always like to say, you know, I went from struggling to sell a $27 course to selling out $5,000 health coaching packages. Um, And when I figured out how to do it and was finally having some success with my business, I was hosting masterminds, I was hosting in-person retreats, I was running membership sites, I was doing all of the things. I had a client who reached out and was like, she was actually a health coach and she wanted to learn how to go plant-based. That was kind of my niche at the time. And she was like, Hey, um, after I lose this weight and go plant-based, can you help me with my business too? And I kind of had what I think a lot of new entrepreneurs have, which is like very common terminology in the online space now is imposter syndrome or feeling like, you know, can I really do this? Who am I to do this? Kind of like this fraud mentality that I see a lot in my clients. And I'm sure you do as well. And I was, you know, kind of like, well, why, why are you going to hire me? At the time I was probably making between 10,000 and $13,000 a month as a health coach, which is just amazing and awesome. And I was so grateful for it. But I knew the the coaches that I w- was following, you know, I was following like millionaires, I was following celebrities, so I was like, why do you want to hire little old me when you could be following and hiring them? And she's like, no, I I need you to be my coach. And so she was very persistent. And I'm so grateful for her now. Um and so I said yes and I decided to help her with her business and all of that experience, all of that all of those struggles, I found really made me a great coach because Everything that she was going through, everything that wasn't working, I had been there before and I knew exactly how to help her get through it. And she was able to take her business full time within six months, which was way faster than it took me like so much faster than it took me to go full time. Um, because I had done all of that and I was able to kind of guide her. And so, um, for the past two years, I've been helping those who are in the health and wellness space. So that looks like health coaches that looks like yoga instructors, Pilates instructors. I have a lot in the spiritual space. So, um, you know, manifestation law of attraction relationships coaches that I work with. And really my mission is to help the world become a healthier and happier place. And so, um, by me helping all of these health and wellness coaches it is having this beautiful ripple effect that I can feel really good about because, you know, all of my clients who are serving anywhere from one to 10 clients, one-on-one, and then they have courses. Like one of my students, she just welcomed 70 people into her course. Like, and so they're all getting healthier. Um, and so it just feels, feels really good. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I I do um, right now, but I always like to say it's, it's always evolving, right? It's always changing. Oh, absolutely. I love that. And I love that you, you know, use the knowledge that you gain
0: through your struggles to really help you become the better coach for your clients. And yeah, amazing results, six months. That is great. So, so I have to ask the question. So you say six months, you know, that your client um, went full-time. So how long did it take
1: you to go full-time in your business? So long. (laughs) I made so many mistakes. And um, really for me, the thing that I always tell my clients is like, get help, get help as soon, like before you think you can, because I did this thing and you know, everybody has to be on their own journey. But I did this thing where I was like, oh, I'm smart. You know, I graduated from college. I have a great degree. I had a great job. I'm like, if I could do all of that, I can figure out how to run an online business. Other people are doing it. I can do it. And so I really, you know, struggled and like forced my way through it. And there wasn't a lot of flow and ease. And that's another thing that I really teach my clients is to get in that energy of flow. And so for me at Ah man, I would say probably took me two years to go full-time with my business. Um, But once I hired a coach, it took me about three months to start making some good money online. Right. But I waited over a year to hire help. And so, you know, as a business coach, it's like, oh yeah, like hire a coach. And it's like, okay, Sarah, that's because, you know, you're a coach and you want us to hire you, but really it's not, I don't care who you hire, hire somebody. And I have tips for hiring coaches, but hire somebody that, you connect with whoever it is, but like get help because I really do believe nobody can do it alone.
0: Oh, that's so true. And so would you say that hiring that coach was your turning point for you to go
1: full-time in your business? hundred percent, hundred percent, because I I couldn't see my blind spots. I couldn't figure out, I kept doing the same exact things over and over again. And I am really blessed. I have Peter who um, helps, who's my husband and he helps all of our clients with their tech and um, making things look good and things like that. And he also doesn't have a background in that self-taught, which I think is pretty amazing. You can really teach yourself anything takes time, but um, I had him and he was supporting me. But at the end of the day, like he had never grown a full-time online business from the ground up. So, you know, it's both of us going back and forth, trying to figure out things and it just wasn't working. And so having a coach to be like, Hey, you guys, your niche isn't very clear. Hey, you guys, you've got to get outside of your bubble. Like, Hey, like your program isn't very specific. Like all of these things that I was like, Oh, this is like great. You know, confidence was definitely like not a big problem. We thought our stuff was really great from the beginning, but looking back at it now and like, that was not very good at all. Like, what were we thinking, you know? Um, So yes, I think that was definitely a turning point for us. Oh, that's great. I appreciate that.
0: So what motivated you in the beginning to become a health coach?
1: Hmm my own, like my own health struggles, definitely. So um, I am 100% plant-based. And so that's like one thing people usually on Instagram who follow me, they want to ask like, how can I start a business? How can I make money doing work that I love? And then like, what's your diet? Like, how can I eat more plant-based? And so that is how I got into health and wellness. That's how I got into entrepreneurship. I changed my diet, changed my life. And at the time I realized the work that I was doing. So I was working at a law firm, getting ready to go to law school and everybody around me, um, was very unhappy and very unhealthy. And I was just like, wow, like I'm starting to get really healthy and feel really good in my body. And I wish I would have known about this sooner. And so that kind of led me down this journey. I'd always struggled with my health, digestion issues, skin issues, and, that really made me realize like, oh, if I would have known this sooner, I would have been able to accomplish so much more. I would have um, got so much more time out of my life in college. I missed a lot of school and just was sick very frequently. And so that kind of led me to health and wellness. I started getting healthier. And then I started thinking about career and entrepreneurship. And I read the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. And I was like, wow, like people are doing work that they love. Um, and, they're able to fully support themselves. And so I was like, okay, I want to do this too. Like, I don't want to just have my health. I want to have my health and I want to have purpose with my life. And so that kind of led me down this path of entrepreneurship that has been long and windy and twisty. um, But I wouldn't change it for anything. I, I love being an entrepreneur. I love just, you know, doing work I love. And even though I'm not in like the health, like I'm not Teaching health and wellness. I'm surrounded by health coaches all of the time. So I get to, I'm, I learn so much from them. Um, We're always talking about, you know, how they can help their clients with their health, health results. So it's very like an entrepreneur, at like health world going on over here. That
0: is so awesome. There's so much there. I'm like, oh, where do I even start? I think we could have an entire in conversation just about the plant-based thing, but I'm going to hold that to later because maybe that doesn't quite what our listeners want to hear today. But I know for you and I, we could definitely have a conversation about that. Um, Yeah. And then Tim Ferriss, yes, you know, that was actually, that book was one of my motivating factors as well. Um, I am still not full-time in my business. I still have a corporate job. And so, yeah, that was my motivation. I'm like, all right, I got to figure this out. I mean, there's there's freedom and the rewards, like you said, the rewards are great. And I see those every day. And I'm like, all right, I got to get there. And like, I got a few more
1: financial goals that I'm trying to reach before I go there, but I... Def- I honestly think that it's like, I have some clients who um, are in a job and they want to get out full time, get out of it and do this full time. And then I also have some who have a job that they like, and they kind of want to do both. And I always say like, it's, you're in a pretty good position if you have a job and you can work on your business, because with entrepreneurship, there are a lot of expenses. And like a lot of my clients, um, they're like building online programs and courses and um, those cost money. And if they're not good at like graphic design, they might be outsourcing to that. They might be hiring a coach or a VA or things like that. One of my girlfriends, she always jokes about how she has like an in-person business. And she always jokes about how online business, there's no expenses. And I'm like, Do you want me to send you my bill from like what I pay my, my business coach, you know, or like my website or all of this stuff. I'm like, there's definitely expensive. It's less than having an in-person business, but there are expenses. And so I think having like some money that you can have like to cover yourself. So you're not stressed out and desperate for clients, but then also to build your business. You know, I, I think it's really smart to be building a business, like while you're still in your corporate job or your nine to five, if you can, if that's a possibility.
0: Yep, no, absolutely. We agree. And we definitely, yeah, we definitely support both. Um, but, you know, and it's like we talked about, you know, there's a lot of those people that are kind of working that nine to five and trying to build something on the side, or they have an idea and they want to build something on the side. They just are so scared to kind of like make that leap or scared of the unknown or, you know, what, out, you know, what all is out there. And, you know, and that's, you know, it's really why we like to share stories like yours is because we want them to know that it's not as scary and it's not as hard. Yeah, it's a struggle. There's ups and downs. And like you said, and there's lots of learning, right? It's a, it's a path of um, self-learning mm-hmm. in a big way, but it's so rewarding in the end. and And just being able to see the the way that you can impact those that you're serving, I think is one of the biggest rewards for me is just be able to see that. And as I, I'm sure as you um, see daily with your clients, just the the improvement that they make in their businesses um, is rewarding in and of itself
1: hundred percent. Yep. hundred percent working with other people doing work that you're supposed to be doing. Um, when, and even like my clients, when they get like client wins, it's just, it's like, okay, this, this is all worth it. This is like why I get up in the morning. This is why, you know, I put myself out there is to help other people. It's seriously the most rewarding part of being an online business owner is like when you get to work with somebody and you get to experience their transformation. Um, And I, I, I think at the end of the day, you really have to decide if what you're, if what you're like, if you're afraid to go into business, you have to think about if you keep doing what you're doing, like, is that going to make you happy? And if you feel like you're meant to do something else, like, you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain in terms of like working at a job that you don't love. Or if you have a gift, like for me, as soon as I was like, wow, I'm really good at helping people grow their business. I was like, if I don't share this especially in, in my niche, right? I work with health and wellness coaches. So if I don't share this, if I don't help health coaches get out there, then they're not going to be able to help these people get healthy. Right. Um, and so everybody's kind of losing health coaches. They want to go full-time. They want to help people get healthy. People are looking to get healthy, right? But they can't find a health coach. And so pairing them up like that is such a gift that I get to give to the world. And so kind of just thinking about that, like, what's your gift? What's your purpose? What are you here to give to the world? And if you're not using that for me, like every day, like when I'm not doing that, I feel like I'm, I'm wasting my life. I feel like, you know, some, something is off. Um, I'm the type who I can't even go on vacation and like not work at all. Like if it's like more than two weeks, I'm like, I need to be helping. I need to be contributing to the world and it feels so good. And so I just kind of think about that. Like, what are you missing out on by not sharing your gift, not going after your dream. And once you get started, you realize like, it's actually not as scary as you were making it out to be. It's actually a lot easier once you get some momentum. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just, and just take that step into the unknown, right. Into the dark, like they say, and, and, and just one step at a time. Yeah, you're right. And then I think, yeah, once you start to actually get over some of those first hurdles of starting a business, launching a business, the yeah, the momentum takes over. And it just, it's like, I know when my partner and I started this podcast, we're like, Oh, we know nothing about a podcast. How are we going to do a podcast? What do we talk about? Uh, I don't know,
1: (laughs) but it was just like, it's it's like, you gotta, you just gotta do it because in your head that cycle keeps playing. And I give an example. I talk about this on my podcast where I'll do that sometimes with like a new technology or something. It's like, oh, I don't know how to do that. How would I do that? And it's like, well, why don't you just sit down and like, give it a try. And as soon as you give it a try, you're like, oh, like, I can either figure it out or I get stuck and then I look it up or I actually know how to do it it's just in my head I'm telling myself I don't know how to do it.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yeah, and we found that we absolutely love these conversations. It's like the funnest part of what we're doing right now. So, yeah, just take the step and you'll be amazed at how much joy you get out of out of doing it once you get past those hurdles. So, so tell me, Sarah. What is one thing that would be inspiring about your journey that can really help our listeners move forward?
1: One thing that a lot of times when I'm on podcasts, people pick out is just this taking one step at a time and knowing that it's all going to come together for you and that you don't have to have it all figured out because a lot of people, they are like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, but like, how am I going to do it? And then what if this doesn't work? And what if this doesn't work? And, um, I can't tell you how I would put together the journey that I've had so far, if it was just up to me, the way that my path has unfolded has been from me taking one step and then another step and being open to, what opportunities and what possibilities come next. Like I always say, I never wanted to be a business coach. That was never my plan, right? Um, When I started out in entrepreneurship, I wanted to be a health coach and by working with people and just trying new things that led me to my next step, right? Which was business coaching. And that's again, why I always say like, this is what I'm doing now, but like who knows in five years what I'm going to be doing. A lot of people are like, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? And really it's just to show up and serve and and trust the process. And that is really challenging for me. Um, So if if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, like trusting the process, like how do I, how do I do that? How do I not try to control everything? Like I get it. I'm a Taurus. I'm an only child. Um, I'm a manifester in human design. So I like to know exactly what's going to happen. I like to plan everything. I'm definitely type A, but I have seen from my experience that there's no way that I could have planned for how everything is unfolding. And I am so grateful for how everything is unfolding. And so if you can kind of learn to release your grip a little bit, release the control and just trust the process and have faith. That's another thing. When it comes to entrepreneurship, you gotta, you gotta have faith. You gotta just put it out there and like hope for the best and You know, one thing that I teach a lot of my clients is to practice mindset work. Um, And I love like mindset books. I feel like they're very easily accessible. And so I love, there's a book, it's called Leveraging the Universe. That is one that I would highly recommend checking out. If you are the type who tends to want to control everything and have, and you have a really hard time when you don't know what the outcome is going to be, that book really helped me a lot.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to have to write that down in my little, I have not read that one yet, but um, that's a great, so yeah, I love that. And I know my uh, partner and I, we just did a book review on the magic of um, thinking big. Mm. similar so and, and I love mindset books. I mean, that's usually what I'm doing in the cars. I'm listening to Audible and really, you know, trying to get a lot of value out of those. And so, but it's true. You know, I think as coaches, as business coaches, we're always going to be like telling our clients Number one thing you can do is improve your mindset, mm-hmm. work on your mindset, right? Yeah. Because if you don't believe it, I mean, belief, faith, whatever that may be for you, if you don't believe it, it can't happen yeah. right. Yeah. And so I'd I love that you you know that you teach that, you practice that and and that um, it's a part of your a constant coaching as well because it is it's so important. and I think we if we work on our mindset, we work on our belief and just, like you said, let go. I love that you say, just let go, because that's true. If we just release that power, we let go, the path, the, the journey itself becomes exciting, right? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit scary, but the excitement of that overweighs. And it just, and just seeing kind of where it takes you, because I am like you, I'm like, I'm a planner. I'm like, okay, I got to map this all out. This is what I'm going to do. But I have found when I just say, okay, I'm going to take this one step. I'm just going to say yes to this, even though I have no clue how I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to see where that takes me. And that journey is usually so much more powerful and so much empowering than if you just say, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then this, a lot of times when you plan it out and you do exactly what you said and you're not open to what else is coming to you, you really miss the joy in the journey, mm-hmm. right? You miss, And you get kind of stuck in that rut and you're not happy. You're wondering, why am I doing this? I'm not enjoying it. Mm. So I find that, yeah, when you let go and just have the faith, you enjoy the process so much better.
1: Yep, It's a process. <laughs> it's, it's a process. So you definitely. better freaking enjoy the journey. And honestly, my clients who come to me and they've already been doing the mindset work are in such a position for growth. Um, they don't get hung up because with entrepreneurship, not everything's gonna go your way, not everything's gonna work out, right? If you're an online business owner like myself, like sometimes the technology is gonna go out, some sometimes the things you planned to happen aren't gonna happen, you know, sometimes other people aren't gonna keep their commitments. And so if you have this mindset of like, that's okay, like I'm okay with it, like I'll figure it out. Um, you're not gonna get hung up when those things don't go your way. And I find that because a lot of the women that I work with, like they are in like this, um, like personal development, this health, like they've done a lot of that work. And so it's a lot faster for them. And a lot of times we don't realize like how much work we actually have to do. We're like, oh yeah, I've done the work. Um, But the ones who have really dedicated a lot of their life to doing this work, maybe they grew up with like a hippie mom or just they've really been into it. I just notice a big difference in how quickly they're able to grow their business versus ones who have like never read a mindset book before, or never meditated, or, you know, have a really hard time letting go of control is a lot harder for them because they have to do that personal development before they can really grow their business.
0: No, yeah, absolutely. I agree. So what advice, Sarah, would you give our listeners that has helped you be successful beyond just letting go? Is there oh, any other advice that you could give our listeners?
1: Yeah, that's such a good question. So man, so, so much. We could, we could do a whole podcast episode on this. So definitely like releasing control would be a big one. Another one would be hiring help, hiring support, hiring a coach. I recommend hiring like a business coach before hiring like a VA or an assistant. So you can really get clear on your path and then you can always get help and outsource other things. But if you don't know what you should be working on, where you should be going, it's going to be really hard to have somebody come on to help you because you're just going to kind of be going in circles. And I am speaking from experience. (laughs) I definitely hired a VA before I was ready. VA, if you guys don't know, it's like a virtual assistant, someone to help out. So I'd say hire a business coach, like get somebody to mentor you, somebody who's done what you want to do before. Um, Mm -hmm. Another thing would be like connect to like your vision. A lot of people will say, you know, connect to your why. I think that that's really important too. Like, why do you want to do this? Why is this so important? And and stay connected to that. Whether you, I'm a big fan of writing it out, um, whatever your goal is, writing it out, using sticky notes around your desk and your house. Like when, I was starting my business, I had sticky notes all over my office. And then in my bedroom, on my walls, I had vision boards. It was very clear every day I would see exactly, you know, like what I'm working towards. And I think that that is so important. So on the days when it's hard, you realize, oh yeah, that that's the goal. And that's still the goal. And and that's what I want. Right. So that'd be another one. And then also like, don't be afraid to take a break. Right. Um, This, I like to say like, this is a marathon Building something from the ground up, building something from just an idea, it takes time. So a lot of my clients, and I think because we attract people who are similar to us, um, they they don't want to celebrate. They don't want to take a break until they've reached the goal. And that is the recipe for burnout. That is the recipe for burnout. Because with entrepreneurship, it takes longer than you think. So give yourself some time, take breaks, celebrate the wins, and just enjoy the process.
0: Oh, that's such good advice. Thank you.
1: You're
0: welcome. <clears throat> Another, another important question I think that um, our listeners want to hear, because like you said, it's a long process. You got to take those breaks. But we also yep. like to talk about, like, what support system did you have around you when you started your business that really cheered you on and helped you actually succeed in your entrepreneurial journey?
1: Yeah. So (laughs) I had my husband um, who was very on board, very supportive. We've definitely done a lot of the work and grown together, which I think is really powerful. Um, Peter and I, we're always telling like, we'll have a, a client and we'll be like, you know, who's your partner? How supportive are they? Like, can they help you out? You know, um, getting them on board too, because we always say like, I work with a lot of women who are in relationships. Right. And I always say like, you know, if you're winning, he's winning too. Like, so can he do, can he figure out the website? Can he do your landing page? You know, trying to get them both on board. So I had that, which was huge. I I told Peter last night, I was like, you are so crucial to this operation. Like, I'm so grateful for you. So I definitely had that. Um, Our friends and family, they were, super i don't want to say they weren't super supportive but they just didn't understand it and it's pretty common like entrepreneurship leaving a corporate job that pays you well that has benefits to showing up online and doing live videos is very different and i i definitely think like one thing i will say so like we're recording this during like this crazy covid quarantine time and it's been pretty cool for us to see our friends and family be like i get it I get what you guys have been doing, right? Because um, a lot of people like, unfortunately, like lost their jobs or they can't work or what have you. Whereas we have been able to keep moving forward, which we're like so grateful for and been able to help all of these people grow their businesses, you know, and make money during this time, which is really great. And so um, definitely like we didn't have the support from friends and family. They didn't get it. We definitely got a lot of backlash, but finally right like 10 years later people are like okay i get it so i think that if you're starting a business now if you're listening to this when it came out like people are more understanding and i do think like with covid more people are going online so i i think that starting a business now you will get people who actually understand it right like now so many people have podcasts and they're showing up online and they're doing business online and i think that's definitely the direction we're moving but When I first started, um, it was Peter, my husband, and then like online, right? Online communities. I have a Facebook group, um, Instagram. I would follow people who were doing like what I wanted to do. And I think that is really powerful about social media is um, find people who are doing what you want to do. And that is proof that you can do it too. A lot of people are get kind of in this weird headspace where it's like, Oh, she's doing it. She's successful. That means like, I can't do it. Or like, you know, we, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I call it going down the rabbit hole, you know, of seeing what people in your industry are doing and like, Oh, my stuff doesn't look like that. Like, I'm never going to be there. I'm not great. I should just quit kind of mentality. And it's like, no, that's just proof that there's room for you too. that. Like that is an option, right? If they're making money doing that, if they're having success doing it, you can too. And you have to put your own spin on it, of course. But um, that was really powerful. Powerful for me too, is to see other people making money online, having these communities like I wanted to have, sharing their message, Mm -hmm. being themselves. And I was like, okay, if she's doing it, I can do it. I'm going to use that as fuel and momentum for me.
0: I love that. Yeah, such great advice. And I think you you make a good point where, you know, even if you don't have your immediate family, as this your, your support system? I mean, which is, it, it makes a huge difference if you do. But if you don't, you can find that so support system. And we, just like you, Sarah, we also, you know, advocate that make sure you have a support system around you, somebody that can cheer you on, or, you know, a group that you can join that, Of like-minded people, but and I also love that you state that you know you don't have to go out and mimic everybody that you know that's already successful and that you're following. And because there is, there's so much space, there's so much room, and so much available that you don't have to copy the successful out there now. Make it your own, and I love that. And I and I see, you know, there's a lot of people that. Are successful that they are, they're just themselves. And then you see the people, some people that are really struggling where they're just like, okay, I got to copy these people and it's not their own. Mm-hmm. And people can sense that. percent. Oh,
1: and so I think
0: that's, that's really important. So I love that you point that out.
1: Well, I speak to that because again, I was like that entrepreneurship. I was like, okay, this person's doing a video like this. I'm gonna do a video like this, you know, and it didn't work. And that's the thing about entrepreneurship is there's no roadmap and that scares a lot of people. It's not like do this, 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 and this, and then you'll have success. It doesn't work like that. So what I teach is like how to be yourself and how to show up that way, because that is where you'll find success. All of us have this personality we have these skills right and when we can fully bring them to the table and show up when we can remove those blocks that's when we attract those people and the reason that there's room for all of us is because different people are going to connect with different people and so if you're showing up as a copy of somebody else the person who's showing up as themselves they're going to win every time because they're being themselves but if you can show up as yourself you're going to win every time because you're being yourself
0: oh that is perfect such great advice that's gold right there Awesome. Okay, so um, I want to spend a couple of minutes um, talking about um, your your coaching. So you, I heard you say earlier that you help your clients be able to create course content, whether it's group coaching groups and stuff. Tell, talk to me a little bit about your process on how you actually go through that with your clients.
1: Yeah. So. It is really different for each client. So I run I have two courses. So I have the online health coaching launch course and that's really for that's really for health and wellness coaches. And then I have the five K path for coaches who want to work online making five K months. And then I have a mastermind. And that is health coaches sign clients. And so they're all a little bit different and they're for people at different stages. The launch course is for those just starting their business, wanting to launch their business, the 5k path. That's very sales and marketing. Um, and those Students are usually like ready to create a course. I don't recommend courses right out the gate. I actually recommend one-on-one coaching first so you can understand your ideal client. So you can get some income, make enough money so that you can leave your full-time job. So then you have more time, um, and then turning that what you learn from your one-on-one clients into a course—it's um, kind of like validating. I'm very big. I have lots of podcast episodes on validating your ideas because a lot of people put out courses and nobody buys them, nobody wants them because they haven't been validated. And that is just something that I recommend you do not skip. I know it's so exciting to have a new idea for a course or a program and want to put it out there, but it really needs to be validated. So. So yeah, so the the coaches that I work with who are at that point who wanna create a course, I definitely have a process of um, transformation. That's the biggest thing, right? Is getting really clear on, on the transformation. So um, I have like some worksheets and some things that I have my clients do to get help them get really clear on who they serve, what is a transformation and then what is the quickest way in order to get that transformation and so um, my students are really helping their clients get quick wins right and so they're not creating the longest courses ever they're creating the most transformational courses and what I found and what they found is if you can get your clients wins, they will come back for more. So a lot of, um, health coaches are taught, you know, create these really long programs, create six month programs. And a lot of times people do need six months or a longer period of time with you. But if you, do that at first. It can be hard for people to stick with it. It can be a big investment for them. And so we're kind of breaking it down and getting them wins right out the gate. And then they're coming back for more. And so that is kind of like a little bit of a glimpse of kind of like the work that we're doing in terms of like turning content into courses.
0: No, oh, that's awesome. Such a great, and I love that you, you have the, you have the clarity down and I think that's, oh, that's great that you're helping other people do that because it's honestly that process in and of itself, just kind of going from that start of an online to like creating the course and, and having a lot successful launch is like overwhelming,
1: right? There is like so many pitfalls to fall into yeah. in that whole well, process. Well, and and that, like what I just talked about, that's actually just like the actual course content. That's not, that's not the launching, right? Because that is like a completely different like operation in terms of like launching and making sure that you have a profitable launch. And so, you know, that's something that I talk about a lot when it comes to, you know, say like you're listening and you're like, okay, I want to create a course. Well, creating a course, like like there's so much that goes into that. And so I always have my clients break it down into smaller steps, right? It's kind of like working with, the, you got to work with some clients first. You got to validate your idea, right? And then you got to take all that information that you learned and you got to write that all down, right? And then you have to figure out, okay, how long is the course? What's the transformation? All of that. And then like the the actual launching of it, it's like, what is the launch plan? Where are the people coming from? What are the dates? What's the sales page? You know, what's the process? And so there's lots of different pieces. And I think that um, you know, I've seen clients get really upset when they're like, okay, I wanna create a course, you know, and it's like, there's lots of people that teach how to create courses. Um, But they actually, what they really want is they want people to sign up for their courses and get a transformation. And that is completely different. And so it's right. like, instead of just having this big goal, like let's break it down and all of the steps, because you're going to be a lot happier with yourself. If you realize like creating a course and launching it and getting it into the hands of people and having them pay you and get transformations, like that is like, 20 goals. That is a lot of different goals. That is a lot of different steps and you should feel proud just, you know, getting one of them done. That should go on like your win checklist that you keep, you know, creating the outline for my course rather than waiting until you finish the whole thing and get all of the people in it. It, It's a lot for sure. And I, I honestly, I'm, I'm not one to, I'm, I love courses. And I think like having passive income is so great, but I really recommend like starting with like some live clients and using that information to then go into the passive.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. I know when we created our course, it took us over a year to finish actually to complete the course. Right. And if you're not celebrating wins in that time frame, you're going to give up. So yeah. I love that you're like stressing that, like celebrate those wins. That's what we say. I love and I'm going to take away the idea that we just need to have a board of those wins, right? It's like these, like
1: Yeah. I have my clients write them down in their notebook, but also if you have a whiteboard, I have a big whiteboard in my office um, and I write them down all month long. And so then at the end of the month, I can look at them and see them really, really powerful.
0: Oh, absolutely. That is awesome. I love that. Thank you. So Okay. The last question before we run out of time here, I want to, um, kind of, I want you to tell us about one of the major obstacles that you had in overcoming as you started your business and transformed kind of your business. What was one of the biggest obstacles you faced
1: and how did you overcome it? The biggest one that I faced was being myself 100% and not being afraid to share polarizing views and polarizing opinions. Um, One thing that I talk about with my clients is sharing on their like personal Facebook page, their opinions about their business. And they're like, well, you know, it's it's all my friends and family. Like that's who's going to see it. Those aren't my ideal clients. And while I'm all about getting in front of your ideal clients, a big part of it is overcoming this fear of being seen, of having a business and letting people know that. And so I think as soon as you can announce to the world, Hey, I'm a business owner. This is what I do. This is what I believe. And, and it's not even so much like you selling them something. It's just you coming out. As soon as you start doing that, it's like, something shifts, something shifts in terms of you and your confidence. It shifts in terms of the universe. I'm definitely very spiritual and a little bit woo, but, um, if you don't believe that, um, then just pay attention to what shifts in you. But I definitely have seen like things start coming, started coming my way when I was able to do that. When I was able to get over my fear of like, who, who's going to take me seriously? Who who wants to hear what I have to say? All of that. When I was like, hey, this is this is what I'm doing now. This is how I do it. This is what I believe. This is what I've been through. All of the things that you're afraid to share. As soon as I was like, okay, I'm going to start sharing them, um, everything changed. And what helped me do that was I was tired of being stuck. I was tired of being afraid. I'm pretty sure my coach was like, hey, like you need to talk about business and about what you believe like you do in our sessions. Um, you need to talk about that on social media. You need to talk about that, you know, on podcasts, you need to tell clients about it. You you need to just start being more yourself. Um, and so I was like, what I'm doing currently, I was playing it safe, right? I was sharing things that everybody else was sharing that felt like very agreeable. Um, and it wasn't working and I was tired of it not working. I wanted to go full time. I wanted to help more people. I felt like, you know, I had all of these gifts, but I wasn't sharing them with anybody. I was putting them out there, but nobody was paying attention to them because they were blending in. And so, um, as soon as I started doing that, then everything started shifting in my business. People started saying like, Oh my gosh, I agree with that too. Or, Oh my gosh, I went through that as well. Like, thank you so much for sharing this. Like, can I send, you a DM. Like, do you do this? You know, and the ball really got rolling for me as soon as I got over my fear of being seen.
0: Wow. That's powerful. And, you know, I wonder if a lot of that fear when you, you know, you talk about people that are working in a full-time job and trying to build a business and they're afraid to kind of talk about and own that they're a business owner. Do you think do you find with your clients that part of it is because they are afraid that their bosses will find
1: out and maybe their jobs in jeopardy and they're not
0: quite ready to go full time?
1: Yeah. There's definitely ways to go about it. I've worked with lots of clients who have been in that position. And so that might look like them showing up in a private Facebook group, right. Where they're being real there, or it might look like sharing an opinion or a belief that they have, um, on their personal page, not necessarily saying, Hey, this is my new business. Like come join, but sharing like a, a part of entrepreneurship that they love, you know, there's lots of ways that you can go about it, but that definitely is a fear that I hear often. Um, but I always kind of, you know, challenge my clients to say like, how can you show up in a way um, that, that isn't, you know, an excuse that isn't something that's holding you back. Um, Because again, there are different ways to, to work around that, but that definitely can be challenging for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love that you offer ways to get around that. So thank you. Well, I know we're running long on time um, tonight, Sarah, and I, I, you know, I think we could take another hour in this interview and I think it would definitely be worth it, but I want to make sure that our audience knows how to find you, what you have to offer in case they want to come and see, you know, partner with you. So why don't you tell us, you know, where our audience can find you?
1: Of course. So I am really loving Instagram right now. It is such a fun place for me to share information. I share lots of posts. I know that's how we connected. And so come on over to Instagram. I am Sarah underscore Hagstrom on Instagram. You can find me. um, You can send me a DM. Let me know that you listened to this podcast episode. Let me know what you liked. If you had any questions, I have a really great relationship with my Instagram followers. And I try to really get back to everybody who sends me a DM. So um, that's where I would send them to connect.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. We're so glad you came on today and was able to share your experience. Powerful insights that you have given and so glad to hear her heard your story today. So thank you for being on with us today. Oh, my gosh. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. We are... So glad you joined us today and let us know, give us some comments and what you got out of this um, podcast episode with Sarah Hegstrom. And we'll make sure that we have all of those links in the show notes on where you can connect with her. And I love her energy and, and what she brings to the table. So glad you joined us today. And if you want to find out more about us at Ascent 101, Um, Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and our website if you want to check out kind of what we have to offer and what we're all about. Our website is ascent101.com. That is A C E N T 101.com we would happy, be happy to hear um, your comments, your questions. If you have any questions, reach out to us. We'd love to answer them. You know, and if, if we get enough of some of the questions, we'll definitely do a podcast episode on it. So definitely make sure that we know how we can help you. Until next time, we wish you all the success possible in your entrepreneurial journey. And we wish you the best 2021 possible this year.